Welcome to the peculiar world of Rieti, where you can listen peculiar stories that you might not want to hear. Join me in unlocking the mysteries behind the infamous serial killers. This is a story about a serial killer who hid nine vulva or external genitalia of the female in a shoebox. He was born in 1906. Edgin's mother, Augusta, was a religious enthusiast and his father George was a shy and passive man who drank away his problems Ed was raised on a farm with his older brother Henry the two brothers seldom left their home unless it was to attend school Edgin was described by her teacher and classmate in his elementary school as being shy, but exude bizarre mannerism, like bursting out in a hysteric laughter with his own make-believe internal monologue. Everyone in school blame his mother who punish Ed when he tries to make friends as a result of this Ed's childhood was considered or relatively introverted aside from that Ed and his brother usually spend most of their time tending their farm and her mother would often read Bible and preach them that the world was inherently evil that all women were prostitutes and that drinking and immorality were instruments of the devil In 1944, he and Henry were working in the fields on their farm. They were burning away marsh vegetation, which is a common practice. But when the fire got out of hand and spread, the fire department needed to be called. After the firefighters had come and gone, and all fire was dealt with, Ed reported his brother missing. That night, his body was found face down in the marsh, then dead 
from asphyxiation. At first, the fire was blamed. The authorities soon realized that Henry had been dead before the fire got off hand and that he had bruises on his head. Authorities suspected that Ed had killed his brother, though there wasn't ample evidence to prove it. So, they were forced to believe that his death had been an accident. But later, investigators would claim that there was no doubt that Ed had been the murderer. Not long after Henry's death, Augusta Gin, mother of Ed, had a stroke that paralyzed her. Ed continued to be dedicated to his mother and took care of her until she had a second stroke that ultimately killed her in the late 1945. Ed Gein was heartbroken by the loss of his mother and the true extent of the relationship has often been theorized upon but never confirmed. After Augustus' death, Ed kept his mother's living areas untouched, while the rest of the house quickly became a stomach-turning episode of hoarders. Still working as a handyman and yes, babysitter, Ed was much more active in the nearby town than prior to his mother's death and often visited a local bar. He also became interested in books about anatomy, cannibalism, and Nazi brutalities. As Ed Gin visited the town more frequently, people disappeared, including the local bar owner. Mary Hogan. In 1957, hardware store owner Bernice Worden vanished. When word got out that one of the last customers to visit Bernice's shop before her disappearance was Ed Gein. Authorities then arrested Gein and went to his house to investigate. What they found was truly a house of horrors. Ed Gein's home was full of body parts. Bernice Worden's amputated body was hanging upside down from the ceiling, dressed out like a deer. Other horrific finds? Well, the sheriff department reported finding bones and organs in jars but that was subdued in comparison to Gin's new decor. Ed Gin had made a waste basket out of human skin 
and covered chairs with human skin like he was furnishing them. He had bowls made up of skull and skull used as bedpost. Jean had nine vulva or external genitalia of the female in a shoebox. A doorbell made from human nipple. A lampshade made from the skin of a human face. And lips has a window shade rusting. Edgin eventually explained that shortly after his mother's death, he began making a woman's suit to crawl into her skin, literally. Proof of his plan was found in a corset made from a skinned female torso, leggings made from human leg skin, and masks made from the skin of human heads. Edgin admitted to killing both Mary Hogan and Vernon Worthen. Keen claimed that he didn't really remember killing Mary Hogan. However, we're guessing her face in a paper bag in his house probably gave it away. He also admitted visiting the local cemeteries at least 40 times and digging up bodies for his new woman suit and interior design ideas. Claiming he frequently blacked out, Edgin also explained that he typically took the bodies of middle-aged women who resembled his mother and that he was in days-like state during this graveyard visit. Although Authorities believe that Keane had more victims than just Mary Hogan and Bernice Worthen. He was only tried to those that he was found guilty, but clearly was insane. And he spent the rest of his life in a mental institution before dying of cancer in 1984. Don't forget to make good choices every time. And don't trust anyone.